Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 79 of Reboot Already Underway. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by Aaron, the Golden Boy Han. What? Why is that my nickname? Because you're golden. (laughs) (laughs) And also, not joining us this week, but he's here in spirit, David, master of the Baja Blaster, Becker. Well, see, that one I understand. He makes a good Baja Blast. He, he, he does. So, hey, David's not with us this week. He will be joining us next week again. But uh, taking the week off, he, he's slacking. Go over, go over to Twitter and say, <laughs> slacker. But don't do that. He's that just kind of, he's, he's recoiling because he was such an advocate for giving Justice League a chance. <laughs> and then he saw it this weekend. And he gave it three so. stars, so I think he at least <laughs> liked it a little bit. <laughs> we'll hear his opinion next week, I guess, when we go into spoilers on that. But we'll we'll definitely be talking about that today in the What Have We Been Watching segment. Uh, we got a great show, of course, as always. We, have we ever had a bad one? Yes. Yes, we have. But not this time. Uh, what, what, what makes this time different from the other 78? <laughs> Well, I'm, whoa, you're assuming all 78 have been bad. <laughs> I'm just saying there have been one or two bad ones. It's going to be very similar to a lot of our good shows. Um, <clears throat> yeah, of course, we're, we're not going to be playing Passing Popcorn. That would be a little weird. <laughs> just the two of us. So I'll, I'm going to come up with something on the spot for that one. So that should be fun. You all know how good I am at making up stuff on the spot. And uh, we're also going <laughs> to be talking about uh, Coco. In our upcoming movies of the week. But first, we've been putting this one off, but it's finally time to delve into Thor Ragnarok. Uh, we've seen it. I've seen it twice. Aaron, you've seen it once. Yeah, one, one, once is really enough. And, um, <laughs> and we're going to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> our past episodes these past weeks when since this movie came out Aaron and I are on a, a bit of ends here we, we button heads a little bit on this one um, interestingly we're also butting heads a little bit on the other comic book movie that came out in the same month so I don't know what's happening <laughs> um, but uh, <clears throat> yeah so we're going to be talking about Thor Ragnarok if you haven't seen Thor Ragnarok uh, it's still in theaters no other comic book movie to go see so might as well go see uh, Thor Ragnarok. And uh, <laughs> I, I, obviously a recommend for me, too. I think it's one of Marvel's... Mm, I don't want to say it's one of their strongest solo films, but it's certainly one of their most enjoyable ones. So if that's what you're looking for, just a good time at the theaters, I'm like, hey, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, I mean, I don't... It's gonna it's gonna come out like I hate this movie, <laughs> but that's mainly me playing it up just for yeah. the sake of devil's advocate to you. And I but... I play up how good it is too, <laughs> just because <laughs> this is what Aaron and I do. This is what we did with Ant Man, where I'm just like Ant Man's <laughs> best Marvel movie ever made. Aaron's like it's the worst, and then it's just round and round. There's no answers to that. It's and yeah, and I feel. Very similarly about this film as I did to Ant-Man, where I'm like, it has a lot of good moments, 
they're just not really strung together into a movie. They're just kind of moments. Okay. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. Um, is there anything else we want to say about this before we go into spoilers? <clears throat> this is the spoiler cast uh, topic, so maybe we don't want to <laughs> no, talk about it too I much. Think we can, I think we're free to... <clears throat> Get okay. into it. It's not like this movie has like a like a huge bombshell that gets dropped or anything either. It's it's very light in plot, but I think that's what works for it, honestly. Yeah, I mean, there's some like setup for the next Avengers film. There's various if it the the same kind of like if you don't want the spoils about like the fate of certain characters or oh yeah, uh, what whatever, but like. I feel like at this point, we're like three weeks past the release, and <laughs> yeah, if no you, one has to listen to us. No. Well, they Many do. people, in fact, choose not to listen to us. What? <laughs> I, I recently got a tweet from Barack Obama saying, hey, really enjoying it. it what, was it a tweet, or was it a DM? It was a DM. It was a DM? Okay. I, I would have been more impressed if he had like actually tagged you into a full tweet but no he doesn't want to make our uh, relationship public like that yet and i get it you know i'm all for taking it slow yeah yeah thor ragnarok <laughs> <laughs> we're talking spoilers um <clears throat> so where do we even start with this we've, we've discussed that talking about comedies is hard to do in a podcast type form um, and this is, first and foremost, I think, a comedy. I think it's the same thing that we saw with Spider-Man Homecoming, where they're just like, hey, uh, these are comedies now, and that's okay. I don't know. How do you feel about that? I feel like Marvel started off pretty self-serious, and now mm-hmm. it has devolved. Not, I don't know. It, it's I evolved mean, into a lot of comedy. Yeah, and it's like extremely evident. Like The, the Thor franchise kind of like illustrates... Sucks that evolution like better than anything else where it's like the first film is like almost too serious with its concept mm-hmm. it and then the second film is like in that weird like growing pains area of the mcu mm-hmm. where it's like post avengers are like oh this is, we should make them all joss whedon films and then now this <laughs> i love the way you said now this <laughs> and now this is it definitely like a complete comedy like to the point where it takes away from actually being a satisfying story i disagree with you there i don't know (laughs) i was pretty satisfied leaving this theater i was like that's all i wanted you gave me what i wanted thank you thor and i gave him a smooch and i was like see you next two three years what 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 do you mean? Three years. I don't know. Whenever his next movie is going to come out, I don't know. Probably never. Never, huh? I feel like Marvel's going to stick with the uh, three films for each hero and done. Interesting. Hopefully not Ant-Man, though. We need as many movies as possible from that guy. And, and uh, he's just the best. And when you can't... Here's the thing. <clears throat> 
if you're gonna look at like oh look at like the look at Bob Dylan. Look at him. Do you okay. Think, do you think people were like he's made three albums? Get him out of here. It's like no. You want to keep going back to the well. You want to keep getting more Bob Dylan goodness out of there. He's got good ideas in his head, and frankly, a lot of his good, a lot of his discography comes in the later half. So, I I I don't know what the point of this analogy is. I'm saying Thor is the Bob Dylan of the MCU. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I I mean, yeah, I, I left feeling pretty satisfied. I thought it was... Alright, here's the thing. I didn't care about Thor 1. I think Thor 1 kind of sucks. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, we have... Who's this guy? Oh, he's, he can, like, throw a hammer or whatever? Cool. And that scene in the ice place? I hate that scene. Yep. That might be one of my least favorite Marvel scenes. It's because it's so dark. Did they just decide no light? We're not having any light in this scene. Well, it's 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 a nice world. Okay. It's 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 a dark world, but not the, the dark, dark world. world. <laughs> it's not the dark world. It's not his dimension. Um, it's the ice one, and it's like, really, guys? You think I can see that? You're joking. You're joking me. Uh, and then two is like, okay, I'm right. There's some good jokes in here. This is kind of fun. Oh, but then there's Malekith, who Joss Whedon himself has said is better than Steppenwolf. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. I mean, he's not wrong. No, he's not. At least, I, at least I'm going to remember Malekith for how bad he is, and Steppenwolf's just going to be like, who is that? I don't remember him. Was he CGI boy? I don't remember him. But, uh, and then this one, you got Hela. I think Hela's pretty great. She would have been if they'd actually, you know, spent any time developing that backstory and do, playing up the parallels between her exile and Thor's exile from the first movie and how she's kind of like a alternate universe version where that went wrong where what if he had never learned humility from jane on earth and this is what he could have been become and you know you have that whole contrast and stuff developing things like you know themes and symbolism and character arcs and like you know things like that mm. they could have had they did do that when she destroyed the didn't. top of the castle and she destroys thor they, they have that. like a minute to reveal um, <laughs> under the <laughs> still image Hela. exposition. <laughs> that's not the same. That's that's symbolism in its finest, my dude. That's that's you're like, oh wow, I wonder what's underneath that Thor. <gasps> bad bad girl. She she behind him. Uh oh. Kinda spooky. Yeah, yeah, what what does this mean? And then the movie never tells us. Well, God, I'm sorry you want to get spoon-fed, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm being really mean. All right, I want to I break up our arguments with a fun story about what happened <laughs> in okay. the theater opening night of Thor Ragnarok. Uh, right when he gets to Trash Planet, I start smelling weed. <laughs> and I'm like... 
I mean, that would be the point yeah. to start yeah. in the movie, you know? And it consistently smelled like weed throughout the whole rest of the movie. No one got kicked out. I mean, power to them, I guess. Like, if you're that brazen to just be like, I'm going to light up in the middle of this movie packed with people and just hope no one tells on me. <laughs> and no one did. So it was like, good for you, dude. But uh, the whole time, like, every, as soon as Hulk showed up, he's like, Hulk, my dude, my dude, Hulk, you're my dude. I know him. It's just like, and then by the final, by the final fight or whatever, everyone's like really into it. And we're like, every, you, you know how you can just tell when a theater's enjoying a movie? That was, that was Thor Ragnarok. I was about to say Justice League. That was not Justice League. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, everyone was just really enjoying it. And then uh, when, you know, those shots where he's like looking down at the bridge and he's like, I need to hook up or whatever. And yeah. <laughs> The guy in the back is like, you gotta hook up, Bruce. You gotta. The people need you. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it was like, I normally don't like people talking in movies, but if they're gonna be that into it, like, dude, I want him at every movie I've ever go to now. It was amazing. Yeah. I guess that's a, a kind of a segue into talking to Hulk, uh, talking about Hulk, not to Hulk. <laughs> we, we can't talk to movies. <laughs> um, how did how did you feel about the way they did the whole Gladiator Hulk, that whole thing, and and kind of started what Mark Ruffalo is calling like the Hulk story arc in this movie. I think that's kind of what I both liked and then ended up not liking about Hulk in this movie is that I like where they were going with that whole, like, oh, he hasn't been Bruce Banner for two years, and then what happens when Banner comes back and realizes the Hulk has been in control, and then what happens when the Hulk is needed again. And then we have that whole sacrifice where Bruce is like, okay, if I turn to the Hulk again, I might never turn back, but I'm going to do this anyway because I'm going to make this sacrifice because I want to save you know the people of Asgard mm -hmm. and then the movie never has another scene with him after that sacrifice What's he it just say? goes completely unacknowledged there's not even I think like would have been perfect mm -hmm. if they had like a scene where like like Thor talked to Hulk again and then Hulk maybe said something like you, you know, like, he doesn't know if Banner's ever going to come out again either, but he at least has, like, this respect for Banner now because Banner made the sacrifice or something. So you, like, you start this building with, like, a more, you know, they're coming to, like, a mutual understanding of one another, you know? They're coming to, like, a compromise or, like, a peace with one another. Mm -hmm. And I think that could have been a good way to end that character arc for this movie. But they just don't do anything at all. I never they even just really thought about that. Yeah, they don't, don't really say anything. anything. It's it's all like, oh, this is something that might get addressed in the next movie, but who knows? Because we're not very good at keeping character arcs consistent across these things. Really, I, I feel like Marvel is actually for as many different directors and writers that touch their movies. I think it's pretty good <laughs> for how bad it could be. I guess. I mean. <laughs> It's, it's not a Justice disaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
oh look, uh, Batman's not murdering people anymore. That's that's he, something. Is he gonna mention? Don't why? know why, but yeah. <laughs> well, he, had, he didn't have any people to murder in that movie. We're talking about Justice League now. We're, we that's next week, Aaron. Um. Yeah, I I just I think it just depends on how you look at this movie. I'm I look at it as like a comedy with some great action scenes, mm-hmm. and like in the end, that stuff doesn't really matter because. I enjoyed it, and I laughed a lot. Like, this is probably the movie I've laughed the most in. I'm trying to think. Maybe Spider-Man? Like, this year? Yeah, or... this year. Oh, yeah, not of okay. all time. <laughs> not of all... Hot Rod exists, Aaron. Come on. Um, but, uh... Yeah, this year, I'm thinking back, and I... Not one has tickled me as much as this movie tickled me. Sound a bit weird, but that's all right. Yeah, I mean, I... Definitely laughed a lot too. Not all the time. I think some of the jokes got a bit too predictable. Like you kind of pick up on the rhythm eventually. Like the whole, oh, Valkyrie is going to fall off this ramp she's walking down. And oh, when Bruce Banner jumps out of the uh, flying ship at the end, he's not going to transform into a Hulk right away. Like all those jokes are like, you saw them coming oh, from like I a did mile not away. See that coming. I was like. Because at that point, I'm like, all right, we've shifted gears into a full action movie. Like, it's just going to be action from here on out, which I think they do a great job of having some pretty funny moments even after that. But that (laughs) moment, man, that was... The whole theater erupted at that part. That was... (laughs) I am man. It it was so obvious. I... To each their own, but... Okay, all right. (laughs) I could have done without... uh... Oh, man, the Hulk doesn't have any pants on. (laughs) You know what that means. <laughs> that one I wasn't a big fan of. Yeah. 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 Uh, probably the most under <laughs> underrated joke in this whole movie that I laughed so hard at every time, but the, both of the times I saw it, like, no one else laughed. What? <laughs> <laughs> Korg is talking to Thor about the hammer. <laughs> And he's like, and my hammer would pull me off the ground. And Gord goes, my God, your hammer pulled you off. (laughs) (laughs) It's so underrated. (laughs) Just just the delivery there is just perfect. Oh, my God. Definitely the best part. Oh god, he has to come back, right? Like they have he, to. He has to. Stuff. He, he's like the best Marvel character of them all. Like every, every single character, every single film. He's he the just, best. Every single line, and it's just Taika Waititi's like calm natured, like dry delivery on everything. That's perfect, and it's just like any other person. Even with all the same jokes, it just would not have landed as well. No. <laughs> <laughs> like the pamphlets thing. <laughs> Start a revolution. Didn't print off enough pamphlets. <laughs> and then he's like, my mom and her boyfriend, who I hate, showed up after. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God, this movie's just so funny. <laughs> I, my favorite joke is definitely the, uh, the bit with... Uh, Jeff Goldblum and uh, the the woman from Hunt for the Wilder People. I don't know her her name in this movie, but I don't either. 
where he's he's just like don't 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 use the s word don't yeah. don't don't call them slaves and she's like would you prefer what is it like prisoners with jobs yeah. or something <laughs> that's man, that's dark <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't believe they actually uh marvel actually let that one through but <laughs> hey man I thought you were going to say the one where Jeff Goldblum just is talking. He's like, some people would say I'm probably, uh, uh, uh like, millions of years old. And where on earth I'd be, uh, well. <laughs> he doesn't finish the sentence. It's just so awkward. So good. Yeah, best, best parts of this movie, it's Korg. Mm-hmm. Than Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, and not even Obviously. the Grandmaster. It's just no, Jeff it's... Goldblum. <laughs> like, they just were like, Jeff Goldblum, do whatever you want in this movie. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know I'm going to. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Also, didn't catch this until I looked at the cast list. Sam Neill plays uh, the Odin in the play or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, that's great. That's like a great little nod. <laughs> Um, so, I want to talk about my, my major gripe with this. Okay. Is that the executioner is, like, one of, like, you'd say Hella is, like, poorly developed. Executioner was, like, why, why he, like, likes these people? Why is he turning bad? Oh, self-preservation? Okay, so if self-preservation is his goal, why does he just all of a sudden, like, I'm going to be a good guy now. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, I don't understand what they were going for with his character. Uh-uh. Like, they they wanted him as, like, the side villain because he's one of, like, Thor's most iconic foes. And they wanted, like, someone for Hela to bounce back against and stuff like that. But then yeah. it's like, but they also wanted him to be a good guy. Even though they already had, like, a whole big uh, heroic sacrifice moment for the end. It's like you don't you don't you don't need two of these. No. It's cool to just have uh two villains. I So I've been in this Marvel in this Marvel world now <laughs> for since 2008, almost 10 years we've been doing this. Yes. Which is kind of crazy to think about. But uh Avengers <laughs> Thor 1 Thor yeah. 2 Best parts of those movies, Loki. I feel like Loki's a little underutilized in this movie. Like, he's great. His scenes that he's in are great, but it's also like, okay. I, I, they're obviously setting something up for uh, Age of Ultron. Not Age of Ultron. <laughs> That's the name of the new one. Infinity War. Like, I mean, he just takes a look back at the Tesseract, and it's like, okay, he has the Tesseract, doesn't he? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> but uh, I feel like this is the problem with Loki. And it's my same problem with uh, Diane and Mr. Peanut Butter and, uh, <laughs> and Morty's parents on Rick and Morty. It's like, just get divorced already. <laughs> and with Loki, it's like, just pick one already. Are you good or bad? <laughs> like, you can't keep getting us to feel for this character. When we know he's just going to go over and screw someone over in the next movie. It's like, okay, alright, come yeah, on now. Yeah, I think that was another one of my whole, like, disappointments at this, like, not feeling like a, like a, a movie, like a conclusion to the trilogy. 
is it feels like they were setting it up for like, oh, Loki has this arc. He's the villain in the first movie. The second movie, he's still kind of he's the you know reluctantly helping Thor out, and then he has these sacrifice, but it's not really a sacrifice because it's all part of his evil plan. Is he good or is he evil? And then it looks like this film was primed to set up this character arc where he's like okay, he's going to be a good guy now. He's going to find redemption and Thor and him are going to reconcile and all that. But again, it was just so underdeveloped that it doesn't work. And they don't have a, like, they have that, that great scene at the end where they have, like, that heart-to-heart conversation and stuff. And that's, it's a great scene. But you're right, like, you can't escape knowing that, like, oh, he's going to be a bad guy again in Infinity War. Yeah, like, there's no way he's not, right? Isn't it, Wasn't he part of, like, the trailer? I didn't see it, but you did, right? I, I, I watched it from a phone on the big screen or whatever, so, like, a, a couple of things I missed that were just quick. I heard that, like, he is, like, there's a shot of him presenting the Tesseract or something, and people are assuming that's to Thanos. I mean, it who knows who it's to? I just—it's probably. Is I, fi- I finally got you your Infinity Stone after I lost that other one that you gave me. Oh yeah. Because he, he the I, staff. Yeah. My God, it's hard to keep track of these sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, that was in his stupid <laughs> staff that he just doesn't have anymore, and it was like that was his thing. Yeah, the staff that could like control people's minds, and then it could give people superpowers, but then it was also an Infinity Stone, and then it was in Vision, and like... Mm-hmm. Marvel doesn't quite have everything as planned out as people give them credit for. I, but, like, again, <laughs> it's still pretty planned out. Like, <laughs> they're doing way better than anyone would have guessed they could, right? Like, this yeah. is, and I don't think it ends here, even if, well, I mean, it probably does, <laughs> but where, like, Marvel is the cinematic universe right now, people are mm-hmm. trying, Dark Universe, dead, dead in the water, after their first movie, <laughs> <laughs> and then you have, like, DC, who's, like, they're trying, are they though? They're kind of trying, and uh, it's just Marvel is going to be one of those things that I think is looked back on several years from now. That's like, okay, this is the template. This is how we do it better than Marvel did it. I think that's just sort of one of those things where, like, I'm gonna use like the video game analogy, where like video games are such a fairly new medium that anything we're doing now with video games are going to be so different even just 10 years from now. If that mm-hmm. makes any sense at all. That kind of it it that makes way. more sense than your uh, Bob Dylan analogy. Okay, cool. cool, cool. So, if that's, if that's our standard. Okay, that could be the standard. I'm okay with that being the standard. Um, and I, I don't know. I'm just glad. I know you, you were a little disappointed. You were expecting a little bit more Taika Waititi. But I was surprised at how much Taika Waititi we actually got in this movie. I was expecting much mm-hmm. less. Um, so I don't know. I, I just feel like if Marvel continues to get these these uh, good directors who are willing to play ball a little bit, you know, we can end up getting these great movies. And I know it's like Edgar Wright could have made a great Ant-Man. He could have. <laughs> but this is the thing. 
you have to play ball with Marvel. You can't just be like... It's the same thing with Star Wars, I think, at this point. Although I think Star Wars is being super harsh. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Marvel gives so much more leeway than Star Wars is giving right now. But it's like, half of these things that are in Thor Ragnarok would never have been there if it hadn't have been for Taika Waititi. Korg wouldn't be the same. I Well, did you hear that they didn't even know what the immigrant song was? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like... Are you kidding me? Ever, ever since Thor started, I'm like, why, why, why haven't they used this in a Thor movie yet? It's because they've never heard it. Like, are you kidding me? And I also want to mention, that song is amazingly used in this movie. I think the first time it's used, I'm like, oh, that's a little disappointing. They used it right at the beginning. But when it comes back, I just about lost it. <laughs> like, I, I, I actually feel the same way, yeah. Oh, my God. I couldn't... and. Did you see the video I sent you? <laughs> Where it's like it makes everything better? No, because I couldn't, like, for whatever reason, I couldn't listen to sound at the time, so I, didn't, I forgot about it. Okay, I will we'll watch it after, because it is amazing. And it's just like, I know Led Zeppelin has a steep price on using their music, <laughs> but my god, they have some of the most cinematic music ever. Pay that price. Thor proves it works. <laughs> like, um... And Shrek 3, if we're going to talk about Shrek 3, I guess we got to include that in there, too. <laughs> um, we got to talk about Shrek 3, because the, the films are just so similar. You know, like the giant green guy, the immigrant song, the disappointing conclusion to a trilogy. A prince. You know. <laughs> There's a prince in it. <laughs> he's got a... He's got, like, a, like a brother or something. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even remember much of what happened in uh, Shrek 3. Me either. Uh, so do we want to leave on, like, final thoughts, I guess? Because uh, we've been going for a little while on this one. Sure, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, I, I stand I stand by my point that I think it is, if, if you're going in and just expecting a fun comedy that has some pretty fun action scenes in it, although, I will mention, CGI is pretty bad. Like, this is, like, kind of a low point for Marvel CGI. <laughs> but it's not Justice League oh, level. No. So, it's you know. It's possible, except for And the they spent, scene. like, half the amount of money. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're doing okay. Not cliff scene bad. Like, the cliff scene is horrible. You know in Justice League or no, in Wonder no. Woman? In Thor. When they're with Anthony Hopkins and he, like, turns into... Oh, light. yes. Yeah. Like, it's uh, like... how. Why did you not film that on location? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. And then, I wonder what happened. Something must have happened. Like, there must have been some late script changes or something. Because from that first trailer, we see Hela catch his hammer in, like, a cityscape. And then blow it up. So I wonder if something just... They had to change something for whatever reason. And I don't know. Yeah, makes sense. That whole, the whole bit in New York felt very tacked on, with especially with Doctor Strange yeah, showing up. Like my... it's cool. There were funny moments. It's nice seeing Doctor Strange again. It's nice getting like these crossovers. It's mm -hmm. nice that he establishing him as like this big important figure in the MCU. Like he is in fact protecting Earth from like all these big threats or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it also was so out of place and unnecessary. 
Well, and that's my biggest complaint, actually. I know I said Executioner was, but I had forgotten about that. That those first, like, 15 minutes are pretty awkwardly paced. And everything mm -hmm. after that get, is, is fine. But all that, like, Earth stuff, then going to uh, Norway and all that until they get to the trash planet, it's just like, oof, this is, uh, this is a little rough, guys. Mm -hmm. I know you want to get to the fun parts of your movie, but maybe just cut out some of the dumb stuff. You do have to wonder if they, if what like uh, Taika Waititi's original when he said he wanted a hundred minute runtime and now or whatever and now it ended up being what was it a hundred and thirty? I think twenty or something. I don't know. I don't know for sure, but yeah, yeah. Again, directors just kind of have to play ball if they want to make uh, millions of dollars. <laughs> so, uh, Good for Taika yeah. Waititi. He probably made just millions of dollars. I I hope this gives him like you know the the weight to finance a ton more like original projects. I don't need to see any more. I don't need to see him become like a new guiding voice in the MCU. Like I want him to use the influence he's gotten from this film and channel it into making more films like Hunt for the Wilder People and What We Do in the Shadows. That's what I want. Yeah, and I understand that. I, I just, I like this voice for the MCU. And the Russo brothers, are they brothers? I assume? Yeah. yeah, they, yeah. they do great work. It's just not exactly what I'm looking for, obviously, because Winter Soldier is like one of my lower Marvel movies. And then I really like Civil War, but that's more because of the characters than the actual, like, plot and, like, style and tone they bring to it. So, I just, I like Taika Waititi <laughs> a lot. And I, I am excited to see what he does next. But, uh, let's get that What We Do in the Shadows too, please. Yes. Werewolves. <laughs> it's just the best name for a movie ever. <laughs> they need to make it just because of the name. Yeah, exactly. It's like Mr. Magorium's Wondering Porn. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's exactly like uh, Mr. Magorium's Wondering Porn. Yeah, Mr. Go Mr. Magorium's Wondering Porn is pretty cool. When I first heard about Mr. Magorium's Wondering Porn, <laughs> you, you were like, wow, that sounds wondrous. Wow, Mr. Magorium's Wondering Porn sounds really cool. Where can I go see Mr. Magorium's Wondering Porn? <laughs> Magorium? Magorium? Mogwai. <laughs> <laughs> uh guys let's move on is that is that what we're replacing uh passing popcorn with is who can say uh mr Magorium's wonder emporium the most times <laughs> is it bad i'm not opposed to that guys <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to the upcoming movies of the week hmm it's an interesting one this week i feel like i can say that because David's not here. <laughs> he just gets mad at me when I say stuff like that. Uh, let's start in chronological order. Uh, so, uh, Coco. It's a Pixar movie. It is a Pixar movie. So, But what, not like a Cars 3 Pixar movie. Oh, yeah, I forgot that came out this year. I forgot it existed, <laughs> honestly. Um, I mean, it just hit DVD, so... I haven't seen it, Check that out, I guess, but... Nah. It's not worth it. I haven't got a $5 free rental from Google Play or whatever. And even then, I don't think I'd want to watch Cars <laughs> 3. 
So. Yeah. Um, I all right. So this is like a team Pixar, hopefully. It looks like it, at least based on both the talent involved and the reviews so far. Because it's like what ninety something uh, percent on early reviews. Flixster changed around their app, giving a big thumbs up to Flixster. It actually runs now, because it didn't for a long time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it doesn't freeze up on me anymore, so thumbs up to Flixster. I feel like the Android app is probably still broken, because probably. no no one cares. No, Android sucks. Uh, get an Apple phone, and you'll be fine. Uh, so 97%, yeah. So uh, I'm excited. I don't, I'm trying to stay away from it. I just know about it's not the movie. I'm trying to stay away from like promotional promotional materials for the movie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it doesn't take much convincing. It's like uh, once the Pixar name is there, and it's not the good as long as it's as long as it's like an original Pixar film. It's a safe bet. Even some of their sequels are pretty good, though. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like. In this string of, like, recent Pixar films, the ones that have been the most disappointing were the sequels. You know, Finding Dory, presumably Cars oh 3. Oh god, Finding Dory is so bad. <laughs> like, how did it get made? Um, so, alright. I feel like we need to mention this real quick. We're going to be talking about it next year, obviously. But, uh, Incredibles 2. You watched that teaser? I did. Not much you can really get from a teaser. But, uh... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just I'm 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 holding myself back. I think Incredibles is Pixar's best movie. Like like when I talk about Psycho, Seven Samurai, Incredibles is like up there with those. I'm not <laughs> even kidding. I think it's like a perfect movie. Um, I doubt they'll be able to catch lightning in a bottle twice. We'll see. I doubt it too, but. But then you look at Toy Story 1, 2, and 3, where they caught lightning in a bottle three times in a row. How do you do that? <laughs> like, Pixar knows, apparently. Can they do it a And then you look at Cars 1, 2, and 3, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I say <laughs> when I see those. <laughs> um, Alright, so Coco. Uh, we we don't know much about it, but that's because we're staying away from it, my my guys. But like the animation looks really great, yeah. like the the whole world building of like this world of the dead, very colorful. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Michael great Cuccino. cast. What? Michael Cuccino is doing the score. Another reason to love it. I know he does some great Pixar scores, like he is. I mean, Incredibles. He- Inside Incredibles, out. Up, and... Inside. He did even, Up, too? There you go. That's yeah. another one that's... Those, like, those are the two best. You, you don't think Inside Out's better than Up? No. I think I think it goes Incredibles, Up, then probably Inside Out. He did Ratatouille as well, actually. Yeah. So he's... God, he's got a good run. Because Ratatouille has some good music, too. Pixar movies have great music. With a movie that's apparently about music... I think we're going to hear an Oscar for Michael Caccino. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, Darkest Hour. Uh, oh, moving on? 
Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know what else we have to say about Coco. <laughs> uh, the companion piece to Dunkirk, basically, is what they're. Well, that's what to... they're trying to sell it as, at least. Yep. yep. Um, Wasn't there another Winston Churchill movie like earlier this year though, called like Churchill? I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Um, I was really confused because I'm like, didn't they just make this movie? They might have actually. Now that I'm saying that. But then I remembered I was thinking of The Crown. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, there's a lot of Winston Churchill stuff in that. So, uh, Churchill, here we go. Came out. Oh, ooh. <laughs> June 2nd, 2017. Yeah. With a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, though. Yeah. This one's at least. It, they're like, uh, yeah, we're not doing that one. <laughs> Like it, it, that one seems very much like the rush to get so close to the Dunkirk release. So that actually would have been before it wouldn't have. Yeah, it, if it was in June. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but this one feels very, very much like the delayed to you know still capitalize on Dunkirk, but also to get into the Oscar bait season because obviously they're pushing for Gary Oldman. And I think he gets it, man. If, if unless I see another performance that's like gonna blow me out of the water, I look at that trailer and I'm like, I can't even tell that's Gary Oldman. If you were to tell me that's Gary Oldman, I'd be like, no, it's not. <laughs> I could see this def- definitely getting best makeup, best makeup. No, um, mm-hmm. I don't know about the performance yet. I mean, but... even even just in that, it doesn't sound like him at all. <laughs> like. I, Gary Oldman has always kind of been like that, though, right? I mean, he blends into his roles pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's just, he's one of the greats like that, I, I suppose. Especially Isn't he, like, one of the ones that people point to as, like, they've never won an Oscar? Yeah. Yeah, he is, actually, I think. Because I'm looking back, and I'm like, what has he been in? I don't think he's won an Oscar yet, which is actually... This, this might be his time. It might be. I'd, you know, happy for him. Uh... Because, you know, he's serious black, so he's got goodwill coming from me on that one. All right, do we got anything else to say about this? <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much. It's it. just it's Winston Churchill biopic. There you go. It's uh, Oscar bait for. Now I want to that... be honest. When I first saw this trailer in theaters, when he gives the Dunkirk speech, I started crying. <laughs> In the trailer. <laughs> so, I mean, they got me right there. I'm like, all right, I'm in. Show me this movie. You know, I thought I thought that, like, I was, I was feeling very proud that I was like, oh, I recommended this movie once to you and it made you cry. I was like, oh, that must be a sign that I, I'm really attuned to your taste, that I know how to <laughs> yeah. recommend good movies. And then uh, it turns out that uh, the trailer... <laughs> For Darkest Hour can just make you cry. So, no, um, I, the, very different cries. I got a tear. I got a couple tears <laughs> from Darkest Hour. Uh, I was emotionally devastated by once. So I think it's a little <laughs> different. Did we talk about this movie already? Roman J. Israel Esquire? Didn't we talk about that last week? I guess we did. With Denzel Washington? It, yeah, it put it in this week's upcoming movies too. Because it's expanding. It it's wide release. Oh, uh, okay. Heard, uh, heard Denzel's not very good in that. That's what I heard from the AV Club. It must have been Is that what you saw? Too. It must have been. I don't know. I just scroll through Twitter. I'm like, who's saying this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Too late. I'm gone. You, you lost me. 
All right, so uh, Call Me By Your Name, a movie that got uh, quite a lot of attention from TIFF, I believe. I don't know. I can't keep all the festivals straight. There's too many. <laughs> there's just there's too many. <laughs> just please eliminate three. Three? Only three. three. South by Southwest, you're gone. <laughs> we got rid of you. <laughs> Um, that's not even only a film festival. It's <laughs> just like you. you all, all the more reason to get rid of it. You don't like, know what you it, are. Pick, pick, make up your mind. You got You got to pick one. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna tell me in like the movie info either, because usually they're like making waves at this, uh, whatever. Never mind. <laughs> uh, I, I thought I had something there. Uh, so thoughts. I don't know, like nearly anything about this this is another one that i saw people are loving it i'm gonna sit back not watch anything i'll go see it when it gets close i'm i can't help you out here because i'm pretty much the same exact way i just like heard oh this is getting a lot of awards attention this is a likely oscar contender i know army hammers in it Mm -hmm. and it has like really fantastic reviews Mm -hmm. but that's like all i know yeah that's that's all i know too but I'm excited. Me too. I don't know if this is going to be playing around me, but I do want to see it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if I, there's no guarantee that I'll even be able to see some of these before the Oscars. Because mm-hmm. the, the Oscars do this dumb... Not the Oscars. Companies do this dumb thing. They did it with uh, uh, Hacksaw Ridge and Manchester by the Sea came out on like the same day. And it came out... Was it the day? No, it was like. When was it? It might have been like either the week before or like the day of the Oscars mm-hmm. on Blu ray. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Now I gotta bang through this movie so I can watch the Oscars tonight? No, it was Bridge of Spies that did that. I'm like, I wanna see Bridge of Spies. It's nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. And I watched it. And then as soon as it was done, I'm like, all right, Oscars are on. I gotta get on that right now. <laughs> and it. One like no Oscars. I know, but I have this like code now, Aaron, <laughs> where I'm going to watch them all. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, this is the thing. This is who me and Aaron are. And if you don't like it, you can see the door, my dude. We're just not gonna watch trailers for movies that you we can. You can. You can see the door. Can you see it? Not like you can. Like you can use the door. Like you can. You can leave through that door. But you I, can. I will you're just telling you. them to see the door. I will allow you to see that door. That's, that's our threat. Is that a threat or a reward to see the door? That's up to them. Like, do you, do you want to see the door? That's up to them. You know, they can make their own decisions. They're big boys and girls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. That's all we're looking at in the upcoming movies this week. So now we're going to take a quick hike. Over to the What Have You Been Watching segment. How's it going over on the What Have You Been Watching segment this week, Bob? It's going pretty good. We're going to be talking all about movies that we watch. Is this, is this Bob Dylan? Is, is Bob I, Dylan I, on? I, I can't do a Bob Dylan <laughs> accent. Please don't make me. It's going to just come off dumb. You have to now. You, you, you have to you have to choose your Bob Dylan. <laughs> it's, I, like, I don't even... <laughs> Yeah, we're in the reboot. <laughs> what have we been watching, Sigma? Hey, we're gonna do 
talking about the movies that we're gonna watch. So overall, I'd say that's a pretty good Bob Dylan impression. Do you want to, like, start off with Justice League? Abysmal. Trash fire. How? Why? Those are mine. Those are my words. Uh, well, I'm going to go with, well, better than Thor Ragnarok. It's, like, not, though. (laughs) (laughs) No, I did end up placing it lower in my ranking, much lower. But, Mm. honestly, I did enjoy watching it more. I just don't, I had literally no joy watching this movie. I, there were moments where I'm like, you're. Your expectations were still too high, man. You know what? You just gotta... I don't know how. (laughs) Because I went in knowing it was gonna suck, and then I came out being like, how did it suck that bad? (laughs) Like, how? What did they do? Why? Like, it was one of those things where you could tell the theater either wasn't into it, or they were, like, laughing at parts that I don't think were supposed to be funny. You know when that (laughs) happens, and you're like... Uh, that's just so poorly written. People thought it was a joke. <laughs> like, oh, that's pretty sad. Um, but yeah, as soon as the movie ends, uh, David leans over and he's like, so what'd you think? And I just started laughing. Like, it was uncontrollable. I couldn't control my laughter. And this people... was not fantastic or The Mummy no, bad. No, It is not anywhere close. And it's, like, more well-made than those movies, but at the same time, it was so baffling that they released this movie in this state. That they were like, this is something more, this is our big tentpole movie. This is Warner Brothers' holiday movie. And it is this garbage. <laughs> well, I think that's part of the problem is they wanted it to be their holiday November 2017 movie. And then they like, it seems like like six months ago they're like we can't release this we have to shoot an entire different movie <laughs> in this six months and i and honestly, do all the uh cgi and do all the uh mustache removing oh and <laughs> yeah i i looked at some stills from the movie again just because you know when Aaron and I were talking about it, and he's like, what do you think about that mustache removal? And I'm like, you know, I didn't even notice it in the movie, but I could tell something was wrong with Henry Cavill's face, but I couldn't <laughs> tell what was wrong with it. <laughs> and then I looked at some stills, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a fake upper lip. <laughs> like, that's not good. Um, I just... It looks like garbage. This movie just looks like garbage. Like, the cinematography is awful. How? how? How, like, Zack Snyder, say what you will about him, he has, uh, like, he has, like, an eye for good shots. Batman v Superman is filled with them. But every frame of this movie looks like garbage. <laughs> like, they were like, oh, well, I don't, we don't care anymore. We're going to make money no matter what. <laughs> so. Well, no. are they? I, less than a hundred million? I have just been telling people, just don't. I'm like, don't give them your money. 
make them suffer for this movie. <laughs> like, the thing is, does this film deserve your money? Kind of, maybe, not really, depending on who you are. But do I think that the future, the films, the upcoming films, do I think that those are going to be worthwhile? Yes. So it's kind of like, I don't want people to just like disregard all their movies going forward. No. Because it does look like they have finally learned their lesson. They were just too late to like, you know, stop this one. It just hurts even more because Wonder Woman was so good. Like, Wonder Woman's one of the best comic book movies of the year. And then they release this a couple months later, and it's just so not what Wonder Woman was. I I, I, I liked one scene in this whole movie where I was like, I'm really digging this. This is a lot of fun. And it's the only movie that felt like a Wonder Woman movie. So I was like, yeah. Was uh, that the, the terrorist scene? All right, sorry. I'll make that two scenes. That scene bothered me because I'm like, Wonder Woman has the same powers as literally every other person on the team. So what's the point of having a team of the whole... When... They, they really just needed Wonder Woman and Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's about it. Mm-hmm. No, literally, the whole... We can't talk about spoilers right now. But we're going to talk offline, because I was like, I have my biggest, one of my biggest problems with the movie I couldn't even put in my review, because mm-hmm. it is just a spoiler, and I'm like, well, two of my biggest problems, actually, the, like, the plot of this movie is so stupid. There was a plot? Yeah, yeah, someone got paid <laughs> to write this. Um, I'm not saying I could do better, but I probably could, and, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Zack Snyder. Um, again, I, I don't hate anyone. I don't, you know, I'm not like, oh, Zack Snyder sucks because he made this movie bad, or Joss Whedon sucks for other reasons, but not because he made this movie bad. And it's like, you know, they tried, and I think going forward, like you said, I think they have the right idea now, but when... You're trying to get me excited for Aquaman, and Aquaman is about as one note as characters get in this movie. It's just like, uh-oh, you better decide how to write a character real quick, because this is bad. I mean, I didn't find a one note, but that would require... We'll, we'll talk about that next week. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, Justice League. Uh, you can read both of our reviews. You can read Aaron's at this clever blog. Name's already taken at tumblr.com. You can read... <laughs> That's not words. You can read my review at Jake Lace on Tumblr.com. Uh, I actually got like a bit of traction on this one. I thought people were gonna hate on it because I was so mean to to DC, and there seems to be like this vocal DC fan base now. That's like DC was always good, and I'm like, no, no. Do you remember when Batman v Superman came out and I was defending it, and everyone was like, it sucks, and I'm like. Calm down, guys. It's it's not always been this decent. I mean, listen, like you you got some good response. I'm I'm happy for you, mm-hmm. but you gotta get back to me when you have someone arguing about how Jared Leto's <laughs> Joker is the best Joker before realizing that your award show is not a real award show, and that could explain why no one's ever heard of it before. She was really mean. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was a bit much for her. She shouldn't have, she shouldn't have been so mean. Uh, all right. Did we do we share any other common films this week? We didn't know because I anything. have not watched. I didn't watch anything else of note. Okay. I rewatched a couple films for my movie musical class, mm. uh, Modern Times and Rocky Horror Picture Show. But I guess Modern Times is technically musical. That's an interesting. He, the professor is stretching the definition a bit, but it, the one musical number, he's like, it's a musical. <laughs> <laughs> that musical number is. Really but yeah, great, I, though, so it is. But I already talked about Modern Times on this podcast when I watched it for the first time and we'll talk about Rocky Horror Picture Show when we cover it for Gateway to Cinema, so. Yeah. That's eventually a thing we're going to watch that I'm afraid I won't like, but we'll get there. Um, so I guess I'll just talk. I, ta- I My God, I can't speak today. I watched uh, two 2017 movies. Last night, I was feeling a little bit of a, you know, I want to watch an Aubrey Plaza double feature, so I did. Aubrey Plaza 2017 double feature. Both movies she produced, actually, which is kind of interesting. I'm like, good for her. And they're both pretty decent. I mean, I think one of them is better than the other, but we'll get there. First, we're going to talk about Ingrid Goes West. A movie that is, like, way better than I expected. I mean, like, if Aubrey Plaza's in it, I'm going to watch it, even if it is garbage. Like, Michael right. and Dave need wedding dates. But, uh, this movie's pretty good. They've got that. Uh, I think it's bolstered on Aubrey Plaza's, uh, performance. I can't think of the word performance. <laughs> bolstered <laughs> on her performance, which is really great. Um, she has some range here, which is good. And, uh, O'Shea Jackson is, like, one of the most likable people I've ever seen in a movie. I'm like, how have I never seen O'Shea Jackson in anything before this? He's great. Did you not never see Straight Out Compton? No. I need to. Hmm. But he's in that. Yeah. So I'll watch that. Because I want to see what this guy does. He's good. He's very good. Yeah. He, he, he plays his father yeah. in that movie. That so. makes sense. Now it's an interesting performance. <laughs> You got a lot to build on. You've known this man your whole life. <laughs> how do I? How do I play my dad? Um, give us, give us your uh, dad impression. Like Ice Cube or my dad? I uh, either. I don't want to do either. <laughs> no, I don't think I should do either of them. <laughs> so we're gonna move on from that. Um, yeah. So Ingrid goes west. Uh, it's a recommend. From me, it's decently high on the list. I think it, some of its uh, themes sort of resonated with me in a way I wasn't expecting. I thought it was going to be the whole movie about social media bad. <laughs> and there's a bit of that, but it's more contextualized than I think the trailers made it out to be. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah. Huh. And, uh, it's also, it plays into that social anxiety super well, where it's like, I cringed throughout the whole movie, but, like, that was the point. You were supposed to be cringing the whole time. <laughs> so that was good. Uh, I liked that a lot. Uh, I'm trying to figure out where I've even put it, but I can't find that list right now. <laughs> so whatever. I'm gonna start talking about 
the other movie I watched, the other Aubrey Plaza movie, uh, and now I'm in my list. Ingrid Goes West is number 27 out of 60 right now. So, pretty decently high. Uh, so yeah, The Little Hours. Uh, a movie I expected to like more than Ingrid Goes West, and I was like disappointed when I didn't. <laughs> but it's certainly funnier. Although, oh, final note on Ingrid Goes West. Probably like the funniest sex scene I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> it's like so cringy. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> so, you got that to look forward to. <laughs> Alright, so uh, Little Hours, Allison Bree, Dave Franco, Aubrey Plaza, Kate, and I don't know, I never know how to pronounce her last name. Mikuchi? Yeah. Yeah, she's great. I, everything I've seen her in, I, th- I think she's just great. She's very funny. Um, John C. Riley, Molly Shannon, and Fred Armisen pulling out some of the biggest laughs I've had in a movie this year. He is just... God, he's just... He's a spitfire guy, isn't he? He's, I don't even... I mean, like, I, he was one of the best parts of SNL when he was on it, and I've never watched Portlandia. Is good show? It's a good show, yeah. Okay. Um, but man, I was like, when he comes in, I'm like, uh, okay. He kind of starts off like not that great, but he has like some of the best lines, <laughs> and, which is great because like most of this movie's improvised <laughs> and he just, he goes off and it's great. Um, but other than that, kind of a, not a great story. <laughs> Once the novelty of seeing nuns, like, curse out people <laughs> is gone, it's kind of like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> but, makes uh, sense. Also, like, a weird amount of sexual assault in this movie. <laughs> like, not like, alright, there's like one scene, but also, it's like... Should we be playing this for laughs? Just because it's a girl doing it doesn't mean it's okay, right? <laughs> like, but at the same time, like every comedy movie does that for whatever reason. They just think sexual assault's funny. <laughs> so, that's a little not okay. That kind of knocked it down a few pegs for me. But, uh, you know, other than that. <laughs> <laughs> pretty decent nick offerman's pretty funny in it forgot to mention he's in it he's only got a couple scenes but he's i love nick offerman he's funny i don't know again comedy's not easy to talk about on here but it's a recommend uh weirdly similar to the beguiled like it's the same plot and so if you're it would probably make it yeah like, it would make a great double feature with The Beguiled. Like, it's The Beguiled, and then The Beguiled played for laughs. <laughs> would be great. And I, I gotta like, get to both of those movies, so... Yeah. Um, I, I wonder if they're based on the same thing. Because this movie's based on, like... the I forget what it's called. Deca... Deca... The Cameron? Yep, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> And I wonder if that's where the inspiration for The Beguiled came from, for the book. I don't know. I tried to look it up. Couldn't find anything that said it was inspired by that. But also, it was the 60s. You could steal stuff and say it was yours, and people would be like, oh yeah, that's true. You wrote that. 
So. Yeah, that's that's the six days. A time when people just yeah, just people definitely don't do that still today. <laughs> that's definitely a thing that's been fixed. Yeah, that's it. That's all I've watched. So. All right. It's been uh, it's been a good time talking about what I've been watching. I also watched. Yes. Justice League. <laughs> we we talked about we that. We talked about that, and that's a it's a bad movie. So don't don't do it. Are you trying to like set this up for like a smooth transition? Nope. But made it the least smooth transition I, of all of our transitions, which is a high standard. You know, I'll take that as a compliment with how high <laughs> of a standard that is. No, let's move on. It's a pass in the popcorn. But we're not playing passive popcorn. So this might get real weird real quick. I guess it was sort of foolish for me to pick a, a topic that required two people. When sometimes, you know, David will miss a show or Aaron will miss a show. Again, I've never missed a show. So. I, like, I might be one of the lowest performing people on the podcast as far as laughs and enjoyment or insight but i'm always here that's what i've been told i used to play uh basketball at church in my church and i got started every game because i showed up to the practices (laughs) and no one else did now that was a mistake we lost a lot of games and people never ended up showing up the practices so again is, i just kept going in is is your replacement for this segment finally fully transforming this into the uh jacob lacy therapy hour oh it's not therapy i i greatly enjoyed church ball <laughs> that's what we called it we used to we used to get up on the court and we'd say hey let's play around a, a church ball and i'd say <laughs> i'm not good and they'd be like, well, you got to. You're the only one who shows up to practice. And I'd be like, yeah, that's true. I still don't want, like, I wanted to be there. I wanted, like, the camaraderie. I wanted, like, the team thing. But I didn't want to play. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that was silly. And, and, and uh, how does that make that you feel? Uh, well, it takes me back to eighth grade. I played uh-huh. basketball for the first year. Again, yes, yes. Tell me, tell me about your childhood. Wanting to join in with the people in my class. I was like, hello, fellow children. <laughs> I, too, know a basketball. I can play it. And I was tall. I was tall for my age back then. And I was tall as Aaron, mind you. I don't know if we've ever mentioned this on the podcast. Aaron, a very tall man. <laughs> I used to think I was the tallest kid. Well, I wasn't. I didn't used to think it. I was the tallest kid in my school. And uh, <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's a tall man. What, what, what is one of the teachers doing in here with us? But it was Aaron. I'm sorry, Aaron. I, <laughs> that felt a little mean. I don't know if this is a compliment or not. It is. You're being tall. If I was that tall, I'd be like, <laughs> I'm this tall now. But anyway, they had me do the jump ball. Because I was tall. And I was like, are you sure? 
It was first game. And they were like, we want you to do jump ball. You're pretty tall. I won it for us. Mm-hmm. And then I got the ball. And uh, I took a shot. And a kid fouled me. So I got a, two shots from the free throw line. Oh, yeah. I made the first one, making my first point the first point of our entire team's season. Now, at this point, the coach is probably like, oh, my God, this kid sucks in practice. But when he gets out on the court, he can really drive the balls home, if you know what I'm saying. I, my coach I don't know what you're saying. My coach didn't talk about me like that. That would be weird. Um, but then I missed the second one. Never scored another point the entire season. Did anyone else? Or is it your, oh, yeah. your st- lone, yeah. your lone point? Oh, God, no. Our team was good. Like we had some good basketball players. I I was not though. But I got out there and I put my butt on people. That's what they tell you to do in basketball. And then in church ball, we were the only team with a girl on our team. And all the other teams were like, we don't want to block a girl. And so that was our secret weapon there. <laughs> because blocking requires putting your butt on someone. And you know mm-hmm. how when you're a teenager, you're like, ooh, that's embarrassing. It's like, just put your butt on people. It's not that <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Unless you're playing basketball. Um, you ever play any sports, Aaron? Uh, I, I, I played soccer. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How'd that go for you? Uh, we, we sucked. Yeah. You had a small school, though. What could you do? Did you have yeah. enough kids for a full team? <laughs> we, we, like, eventually, by, like, the time, like, I was in, like, eighth grade, like, the captain of the team position kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We, we had, like, there were so few people who wanted to be part of the team that we ended up having to, like, expand it from 5th through 8th grade to being, like, 3rd through 8th oh grade. Oh, my God. <laughs> were there 8th graders just decking kids out there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know how we were allowed to get away with it. No. No, that, that, that one of those kids got tied. <laughs> Some did. Oh wow! Uh, we lost. We lost two that year. Wow, third but grade we're, or eighth grade? We're not allowed to speak their names anymore. Oh, okay. We just had to like sign the NDA and all that. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- that was my only time playing like uh, real sports. <laughs> I was not coordinated enough to do real sports. I I learned that real quick. So then I was like, all I have to do is run in track. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And then cross country, I just get to run for longer? Okay, yeah, I'll do that too. <laughs> oh, you mean I get to get out of school 10, 20 minutes, 30 minutes early some days? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. That sounds like a good gig right there. Oh, all I have to do is keep my grade above C's? Yeah, I can do that. That's fine. Is there a point to the story? We're just telling sports stories. It's only been seven minutes. I was at least hoping to stretch this to like ten. It's a pretty, it's a pretty short episode. You got any other sports stories? 
about, not particularly. About extracurricular stories. Not like that, but like. <laughs> but like, like. I mean, like, well, I mean, you you know the stories of like the the plays and the and the musicals, well, but we're, we we don't we don't speak of those. Why not? Because we don't. Okay. I mean, they're not. It's not like they're Hold actually on. embarrassing. It's not. I'm not the one being embarrassed in this scenario. No, but it's more the rest of the production. The plays themselves were just embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I I mean, I went to him. I was like, I'm gonna support my buddy Aaron. He's in a lot of them. Sometimes you did lights, and then I just sat with you back while you did lights, and I was like, here we go. <laughs> Did you do that sometimes? Yeah, yeah, I did lights, like, half the time. What play was that for? There was one that I, like, hung out with you a couple times when you did lights. I don't even know. I don't either. I have to think of all the ones I was in. We did some real dumb ones. And then, being that it was a Christian school, other ones that were, like, somehow less offensive got, like, canned. Like, you can't do that one. Like, what? <laughs> okay. Like, weird. They still let me run off with my sister. At the end, so... Yeah, let's explain that. <laughs> so that it doesn't sound so weird. Is it is it better to just not explain it? No, I think I think at this point we need to explain it. Because now it's too much attention has been drawn to it. That was... that was, uh, And then there were none, right? No, that was... Uh, I don't remember the name of it. But it was the thing with, like, the kingdom. And then, like, the king dies... And then they have, like, the American Idol-style show I to replace them or something. Never saw this one. <laughs> I think this might have been... There were a couple times you were like, yeah, don't go see it. And I was like, okay, that's fine by me. Um, so, okay. I'm trying to remember the details now because, like, it sounds like I'm making it up from that synopsis. Because even I don't remember this one. <laughs> it's just kind of like, okay... But I was like some kind of like, I was like some kind of like hand to the king, okay. but also like like you know playing to steal the throne for myself or something. You know, mm -hmm. it's like it was very much uh, Game of Thrones. It was before, yeah. yeah. Not was it before Game of Thrones? It, was it, it wasn't. Before. Uh, uh, the play that it, it, I did all but the where places. we we had a we it was a Christian school, so we had uh, no knowledge that. Such uh, such programming exists, yeah. you know, as Game of Thrones. Like, what if it was just like an original one, and the guy who did all the plays was like, "I'm really into this Game of Thrones." He's like, "No <laughs> one here is gonna know what that is in the administration. It's time to take my stand. Here we go." And like, you didn't know at the time, but you're just like reenacting Game of Thrones season one, <laughs> and then it makes so much sense with the whole sister thing. <laughs> That's the explanation. Yeah, but at the end, or whatever, like, your sister played a different character. Yeah. She was, like, one of the contestants or something. I feel like that also shouldn't have been allowed, right? <laughs> what? I feel like that shouldn't oh. have been allowed. No, it was, it was like, the... It was, a, it was like, a contestant to, like, find the new queen for the new king mm -hmm. or something. I, I need to remember, I need to find out what this play is, because now I need to know Again, what the details were. No, but they still shouldn't have cast you and your sister in those... We brought it up to the director, 
And she was just like, oh well, it's called acting. <laughs> right, but I'm like 15. <laughs> like, I feel like there's something weirdly twisted about you wanting us in these roles. I don't know about this. <laughs> this is why we need to, to transform this into the uh, therapy hour. Because yeah. I just need, I just need to figure out how like all my all my problems now are like traced back to that that moment like four years ago, <laughs> where, <laughs> where you ran away, to... <laughs> run away with my sister. I would honestly really like to do a podcast with you and David where we just talk <laughs> about stuff. Like honestly, with no direction, we just kind of come up with stuff. I think that would be so much fun. I don't think it's in the cards quite yet. <laughs> Because I already have trouble editing these two. But I would really love to do that at some point. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, maybe this is a little pilot teaser for me. <laughs> the name of the show will be Sports and Childhood Trauma. <laughs> it's a horrible name, but I expect nothing less from you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Alright. We're moving on <laughs> to... Uh, Bad movie of the week. Okay. Aaron. Yeah. Do you have it this week or do I have it? No, you have it. Son of a... (laughs) So we're going to talk about the uh, 2009 film directed by Roland Emmerich. A little ditty called 2012. Um, So this movie sucks. (laughs) Right? Uh, I'm not remembering yes. incorrectly. First of all, the name. That's not the year this movie was released. No. What's wrong with them? It's it's too confusing. Why was this like a thing all of a sudden? This this is my main question with this movie. Do you remember? I don't know if this hit you. At the same time. But going through, like, grade school, things would, like, hit our class. And I don't know if it was just, like, they hit the world as a whole or our class finally, like, heard about them. But, like, a couple months before Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came out, Evan was talking about the Crystal Skulls. Like, are they real? Are they aliens? Oh, my God. (laughs) And, like, there was this weird phenomenon around, like, 2009, 2008, where all of a sudden everyone was talking about 2012. Like, as, it's the year the world's gonna end. <laughs> like. No, I remember. Same thing yeah. happening. How so I don't know if it was just, like, a weird grade school thing, or... I don't know either. How did they handle that in your, in your Christian school? They were just, like, it's wrong. Because no one can predict it, or whatever, because of the... You want to know how my brain used to work and still works to this day? (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm like, all right, assuming that's true, where if if no one, if if literally no one can predict it, then I'm just going to predict that every day is the end of the world and then it will never end. (laughs) That's what I said. All right. So Aaron and I are on the same heresy part of this (laughs) routine. I brought it up to my dad, and he didn't like it. <laughs> I don't think we've ever mentioned Aaron's dad's a pastor. <laughs> he would hate this show. <laughs> He's listened a few times. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Hawk. Um, 
Yeah. So, <sighs> disaster movies. I think this is, like, how this kind of starts, right? We kind of have to delve in. Disaster movies are a thing we, like, never talk about on this podcast. Like, I think no. the closest thing, probably London has fallen. And that's just a disaster of a movie. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that's probably the closest. Um, they're not good, right? Have you seen one that's even, like, somewhat interesting? Depends on how, I suppose, how narrowly you define disaster movies. Because yeah. uh, if you count, like, stuff like Godzilla films. Okay, yeah, that's that's more of like a kaiju type movie, though. Right, if you just mean like the whole natural disasters, mm. kind of. Do we count War of the Worlds? Well, that would be like a alien invasion film, yeah. then. It does feel like disaster movie-y, though, right? Like, it has that sort of tone to it when they're like trying to get on the boat and stuff and that one scene. Do you like yeah. War of the Worlds? It's fine. Yeah, I'm there too. I think it gets unnecessarily beat up on a lot. Um, but I'm there for that. Like the, the Steven Spielberg version, right? That's what we're... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, little little uh, Dakota Fanning when she was like a little kid. Does Dakota Fanning do anything anymore? I don't know. Al Fanning does. I think it's just like... Her- her younger sister is so much better than her that she's just kind of embarrassed now. so mean. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so 2012, you got John Cusack, who, of course, if it's a disaster movie, you have to have uh, divorced parents with kids. That's like a neat, that's a must-have in these movies, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, okay, we need these parents to be divorced. Uh, We need there to be that sexual tension. Are they going to get back together type thing? Because, um, see, the whole movie is about, is society going to survive? So you have, like, this microcosm where it's, like, you got, you got to have the, the, the husband and the wife. It's, like, do they, are they going to survive? Mm-hmm. You know, because they're the foundation of the society. Okay. <laughs> In this terrible... You, you lost me on that one, <laughs> but all right. It, it's not supposed to make sense. Okay, cool. What I'm saying is that's the dumb mindset these things are working under. Okay, I got you. I got you a little bit. Um, so, in this movie, they do the parents' divorce thing, but they also do that the mom is remarried. Now, the guy she's remarried to, super nice guy, if I remember correctly. He's a cool guy. Which is dumb, because then, to make sure there's no qualms about them getting back together, they brutally murder this man at the end <laughs> of the movie. He gets caught in between gears and ground up between them, and you're like, what? <laughs> this was, he was a good guy. <laughs> it's like, oh, look, now they can be together and happy. Her husband just died. <laughs> like, she loved that man. <laughs> Yeah, but they're going to have to repopulate the Earth after they... Did they fly off in a spaceship, or was it just, like, a giant boat? It was a giant boat. It was a giant boat? They literally just did Noah's Ark. This movie is so dumb. Yeah. Oh, it's... Oh, yeah. Uh... Yep. (laughs) You you are correct. (laughs) Uh, Also, starring... 
Tom McCarthy's in this movie. You know, the guy who wrote uh, Spotlight, who directed yeah. Spotlight. Just decided. Sure, why not? I want to be in uh, 2012. I mean, if you could just be in some random Roland Emmerich disaster film, wouldn't you? Yeah, probably. Why is this like his thing? Why are disaster films it's like someone should check up on Roland Emmerich? Is he all right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Has anyone heard from him? I mean, like he's fine. It's just we need to we need to contain it so it doesn't spread, mm. so we don't get any more of like his disciples trying to make geostorms. Like, that's that's where we draw the line. Yeah, I completely forgot that movie existed. <laughs> that's one that I don't think we're going to be able to see before the end of the year. It's kind of sad. I don't know. It's a box office bomb, so they're probably going to rush it to DVD. Hopefully. I would like to include it in my worst movies of 2017. <laughs> oh, okay. So Roland Emmerich's uh, most recent films are uh, White House Down and Independence Day. Mm -hmm. Uh, White House Down the better of the White House invasion movies that came out that year barely but yes actually I I never saw Olympus Has Fallen but I'm just gonna oh yeah Olympus Has Fallen is uh, just as racist as the second one (laughs) so that's what I was basing it on Um, and then Independence Day uh, you said is uh, garbage it yeah so uh, sorry, sorry, uh, Roland Emmerich, that we did this to you, that you're just stuck doing this. You did a Stargate? Did you hear they found a Stargate in the pyramids? Like, an actual Stargate? No. <laughs> they just I don't found, know. What? They just found a secret chamber in the Great Pyramid, like a huge one. And With a Stargate? Like, people are like, Stargate! Start Stargate. <laughs> no, it's probably nothing. And then when it is a Stargate, I well, my well, do you look face. like a fool? Yeah, that would be egg all over me. Um, <laughs> they won't let you see the Stargate then. No, you'll be, be like clean. the you'll be like the last person left on Earth. I need to be pure for the Stargate. <laughs> I don't know what happened. There's a weird scene in this movie. So, you know in Birdemic, where they, like, go into the woods and they find the hippie character? Yeah. The same thing happens in this movie, but with Woody Harrelson playing basically the same character. I don't know which one came out first. I think this one did. Okay. Well, then, Birdemic is even more lazy than I thought. And I already thought it was pretty lazy. So, um, I don't know. I haven't seen this movie since the year it came out, so I don't, I don't have much else to add. Um, there is bad CGI. It's like, oh, that's pretty dumb. There's a weird part with the Russian lady, Russian lady's dog. They have to climb through the inside of the ship to get to the top because they aren't letting any more people in. Which just... This is the thing I don't get. I get it. The government's corrupt, right? Like, we all know this. (laughs) 
Every government. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. But they just don't let people on the ship. <laughs> it's like, they will all die. You need people. Like, right? I guess this is the Doctor Strange love thing all over again, though. No. Like, go down into the bunkers. Tell, tell me about the hands. Mm -hmm. Tell me more it's about the hands. It's all a metaphor for how, uh, how disorganized our government is and how one hand can't see what the other hand's doing. I still think it makes sense. It's like a good analogy. I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. In fact, I'm praising it as like probably your best insight on the gateway to Zeno. <laughs> but every time you bring it up, you're like, mm. you like are really sarcastic about it. You're like the hand one. Mm, that's mm, that's top. That's prestige. <laughs> um, I don't know. Twenty twelve, bad movie. John Cusack's in it. I mean, you don't need to say anymore. Very rarely am I like, oh, I don't like John Cusack in this movie, but like, he's pretty bad in this one. What? Ha All right. So, another side note, what has John Cusack done lately? <laughs> uh, nothing? I'm gonna guess that it's an, uh, nothing. He wasn't in Hot Tub Time Machine 2. He was in The Raven. That was a movie. John Cusack's been in a lot of movies. He probably never has to work again. I, I wouldn't blame him. <laughs> He's just... Nah, I don't want to do this anymore. Anyway. Okay, whatever. 2012. A bad movie. Don't watch it. Because it preys on your fears that the world's going to end in 2012. And guess what? It didn't. <laughs> so. Or did it. And this is just my... This is my personal hell that I've been living in ever since 2012. All right, let's move on to the fault in your stars. You have this one this week. I I do. Yes. Ooh, okay. I thought I might have wrote David, and then oh, uh oh, he's not here. No, I got it. But you're gonna have to face it alone. I you know, I was going to say, I think I can manage, but then again, probably not. So let's see how this goes. All right. Four and a half stars. Mm -hmm. Although plot and graphics have been seen before in blank, my family really enjoyed this as an action movie. As I don't believe the world will cooperate fast enough to reverse global warming, I hope engineers and scientists may be inspired to invest technolo invent technology to lessen the severity of hurricanes, droughts, flooding. Just the Star Trek inspired future NASA folks. The audience clapped at the end. Art is easy to criticize, hard to create. Science fiction, in my mind, is a potential glimpse at the future. And do we want it? That's, Did that's you wonderful. just find a review for 2012? <laughs> do you want another review? Yeah, give me one more. Uh, four and a half stars. Having seen the tomato meter of the critics and then the slow upward rise of those who actually pay to see a movie, I admit this movie did not disappoint me. Seriously, the plot was not so obvious as to lead you to the reason. 
However, having seen Blank, the first scene he was in, I knew he was the culprit. I found the premise entertaining and provocative. Really, a Blank above us? One already exists. The purpose? Significant. The director took special care to get the 3D version proper, and I saw it in 2D, which made me wish I had seen it in 3D. Huge waves, buildings toppling. The acting was not second grade. Maybe predictable at times, but these people were family and emoted as such. The code was ingenious. The code? Frankly, (laughs) this movie got bad scores for something other than the film. For a minute there, I thought it was Elysium, and I was like, right when he mentioned something above us, I'm like, what? (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was a spoiler or not, but uh, I'll give it to you. It's really a satellite net above us. One already exists. The purpose, significant. What does that that mean, dude? (laughs) I'm going to say it's Geostorm. That is correct. Uh, and I honestly had that picked out before uh, we even decided on oh, really? 2012. Perfect. That's. What does that sentence mean? <laughs> Read it one more time for me. Oh, this chair just broke. <laughs> Why does this happen every time? Guys, you get to see a brief glimpse into me breaking chairs every week they're old chairs there's old as i am or older than i am even so i mean it's not that surprising uh okay all right uh, one more time on that sentence please i i lost it okay, so it's whatever i can't find it's whatever guys this has been episode 79 almost 80 of reboot already underway if you want to find us around the internet you could find david at dbex with two s's 15 on Twitter. One second. If you want to find Aaron <laughs> around the internet, you can find him at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. And this clever blog name's already taken at tumblr.com. Aaron, you have a Justice League review up? Indeed. You can uh, read that there. Mm-hmm. On, if you want to find me around the internet, you can find me at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. Jake Lace on Tumblr. I posted Justice League review. Hated it. It's a really trash movie. Um, so there you go. Might, might write a review for three billboards. I don't know. We'll decide. We'll see. I don't know. I might just wait. At this point, it's like, do I write a review for these movies? Because I'm going to be going through all of them <laughs> when, they come, when the end of 2017 comes. So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, yeah, so, if you want to find the podcast around the internet, you can find us at Reboot Already Under- <laughs> You can find us at Reboot Already Underway on Twitter. Um, that's, of course, our full name is on Twitter now, so... You don't have to just look for Reboot Already On. We've got Reboot Already Underway. Uh, if you want to find us on Facebook, you can find us at Reboot Already Underway again. Of course, iTunes, SoundCloud. Go on there. Give us a like. Leave us a comment. Leave us a review. Or send us an email at RebootAreadyUnderway at gmail.com. Maybe uh, suggestions 
uh, of topics. Or if you wanted to just send in smaller questions, maybe we'll do like a mailbag at some point if we get enough comments or, or questions. Probably not. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's all I've got to say. Uh, join us next week when David will be back. We'll be talking about Justice League and... Uh, more stories from our childhood and how they... Probably not. Affected <laughs> us and... <laughs> I'm going to say that's probably not. Again, I do want to eventually do a show like that. Because even though it would be even less interesting to people, I think it would be a lot of fun. <laughs> so, we'll see. We'll see if I can convince the other guys to do that at some point. Uh, until next time, guys. Goodbye. Goodbye, bye, man. Oh, no, dang it. I was, goodbye, that's all. goodbye, bye, man. I missed my cue. Whatever. Yeah, it's in there. You think I cut those right when I say bye? I, no, it's probably still in there.